BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, Doug Mellard. Hey, Doug Benson. I effing fucked up, dude. I uh, <laughs> I didn't find a Doug for today. That's okay. Uh, I, I forgive you. All the ones that you know excite me were busy. Yeah, they had stuff going on. Dugs are busy yeah, right now. They're busy not returning my calls. <laughs> or being in space or coming back from space. It's a lot of work avoiding me. So uh, <laughs> I've got a couple of our comedy friends who are always great guests on any show that they are guests on. Uh, Jeff Tate, who's been on this show before, and a newbie uh, to this show, Dustin Ibarra. Yeah. Very funny dude. We'll talk to him about his name and Doug's that he's known. And uh, I got a fun game we're going to play. It's going to be a good one, is my Yeah. Point. We so don't need no uh, stinking Doug's, except exactly. for us. Exactly. Fuck Doug's. <laughs> um, if we could put swear words in the title of shows, that's what I'd call this episode. <laughs> Fuck Doug's. But um, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> it's such an exciting way to start up such a just a you know I, I was gonna say it's not a bland show but you know it's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to kick it off it's not bland but it's you know <laughs> it's just you know people sitting around talking in this case it's uh you know four four dudes which you know people love that these days <laughs> there's not enough <laughs> It's not enough podcasts. It's just a bunch of dudes, and um, but I am uh, excited for this. I think it's going to be a fun time talking to uh, our friend Jeff Tate, who's been on the show once before. Hey, Jeff. Hello. And uh, joining us for the first time, but he's been on, you know, my other shows and stuff. Uh, the very funny, talented comedian and actor Dustin Ibarra. Hey, Dustin. Hey, what's up, man? I'm glad you got uh, Vinnie Paul to do that intro, man. <laughs> it's intense. It's an intense uh, song to, you know, start off an intense podcast. <laughs> 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 Shit's going to get crazy. Yeah, so if um, you guys could just scream all your replies, that'd be great. Yeah, and uh, we refer to Doug Mellard as Melly Mel on the show, just to avoid confusion. I'm D.B., 
and um, we'll just call you guys Jeff and Dustin, if you don't mind. <laughs> no problem. Can I be Dustin? And can I? Okay, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, let's do the old switcheroo on them, Jeff. <laughs> Finally, the body switch movie everybody's been waiting for. Two similar guys. <laughs> <laughs> changing personalities and not nobody really notices right we don't have to change clothes a <laughs> <laughs> um, couple things I wanted to talk about before we get into all the Doug stuff and that's uh, first of all I've got a new thing that I'm doing over on Instagram called Premises Premises is uh, making a new episode every day or trying to. It was uh, a thwarted. Uh, yesterday I took the day off because it was, you know, if you're against hate speech, you weren't supposed to go on Instagram. And, uh, you know, how can I? I'm against hate speech, so I didn't go on Instagram. And, Are uh, you serious? What's yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Why? Would you post a bunch of pictures of yourself, like, uh, dancing around doing TikToks and shit? No, I just didn't. I did an Instagram story of like going on a hike, but now everyone probably thinks I'm racist. <laughs> it, it might, yes, it might. I mean, hiking in general is a pretty racist activity. Because, um, you know, why do you need to go off on your own like that? Um, <laughs> who, are you, who are you going to talk to over there in that hike? But um, who are you trying to avoid? Yeah. No, I think anybody that – I think it was kind of a last-minute thing, so I think a lot of people missed out on it. I was uh, telling Jeff Tate earlier that um, that uh, Patton Oswalt apparently missed, didn't get the memo, so he had a bunch of, uh, like, wacky, fun photos uh, on his Instagram yesterday. So you're not alone, Dustin. Okay, sweet. Yeah, you're also with known white supremacist Patton Oswalt. Um, <laughs> so – and then today, though, t today Jeff and I tried to do an episode of Premises, Premises, and um, the uh, it wouldn't take. I wouldn't. I couldn't, uh, you know, uh, upload them to IGTV on Instagram. It turns out, a few hours later, I find out there was a huge Instagram uh, issue today. Like it, it all went to shit today uh, huh. <laughs> for, for a while. So that's what was happening, Jeff. I assumed it was in retaliation for yesterday. They were like, "Can they bust a little for a day?" It is weird you... timing that everybody leaves for a day and then the next day the whole thing crashes. Is it just because they all came back and they came back extra hard? <laughs> <laughs> everybody came back with a vengeance. <clears throat> so yeah. anyway, we're gonna we'll make one later today, Jeff, if that's okay with you, and um, you know. And so we won't we won't miss a day because I think I think Instagram is fixed. All right. But my next thing I wanted to get into is that um, part of the reason I'm excited that Dustin and Jeff are both here today is because they're both going to be on my uh, stand-up show that I'm doing called the Doug Benson Comedy Sesh on October third at four twenty Pacific time. Where do they have to go to get tickets, Jeff? Rushticks.com. That's right. Rush <laughs> With the X. Um, you got kind of quiet again, Jeff. I don't know if you're just extra calm. He's sad. If you move, no, I'm just very calm. Maybe I moved too far away. Moved too far away from the microphone. That's what happens during sound check. Somebody sounds one way. 
then during the show, they decided to go to the store. They sound different. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're last week's guest, Bill Dwyer, uh, you're just screaming loud the whole time. Uh, I yeah, think, that's, yeah. That's I his think, thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pressure's off today, guys, as far as uh, this show goes, because I feel like we lost all listeners with the Bill Dwyer episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be another few days before their ears stop ringing. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, definitely. Um, everyone's got a tinnitus or tinnitus. Yeah, mine, mine, my ears were bleeding yesterday. And I was like, "What is wrong?" Oh, I remember. I know what what this is. <laughs> so crazy. Um, <clears throat> but that's all the plugs. Are you, uh, Dustin? Have you done a lot of stand up comedy on the um, on the internet? I did a couple of Zoom shows, and those are really fun. I did it with a. Uh, uh, Samuel Bede, he does a show, and those oh, okay. were, uh, yeah, they're yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Um, so I only yeah, did like a couple be, of them. They're fun though. Be fun to have you on the uh, uh, on the third, and uh, you know Jeff and I. Jeff's been plugging it like crazy. That's why I knew he would say RushTix.com when when prompted. <laughs> I know <laughs> it. October third. Yeah, he knows the whole the whole drill. 420 West Coast, so that'll be one time uh, East Coast, Jeff. 720. That's right. And oh, so yeah, Dustin, you're on the East Coast too now, so you're going to be at 720 as well. I am. Um, I'm yeah. out here yeah. in New England. Uh huh. And Amy Miller is the other uh, guest, so she'll be uh, out here in California. So it'll be East Coast versus uh, West Coast. <laughs> I, I hope it works out better for us than, than that than those sort of battles have in the past yeah i miss those old-fashioned comedy shows where it was like east versus west you know we're gonna take three comics from new york and three comics from la who don't get stage time put them against each other <laughs> okay dustin ibarra how many dugs do you think you've known in your in your lifetime in my lifetime i mean you know i've known you doug and i actually think i've known uh melly mel a lot longer than you maybe just because he's a texas dude from uh cap city right rest and i'd run peace. into him rest in peace and then i'm pretty sure i went to uh there was this kid in third grade whose name was doug too but but other than that yeah that's it yeah, I haven't known a lot of Dougs. Isn't that wild? It is. It's a very unique name, man. It's like Selena of white people. Cool. You know, you don't hear it a lot. Yeah, see, that's the thing, though. That's a cool name, and then and then Doug is like not only is it unique, it's also not cool, uh, which is probably why it's so unique. <laughs> <laughs> Any um, name that has the word "ug" in it too is kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's just not. You're not headed down the right road when you start to say the name Doug. Like it's just not. It's not gonna end up. It's not gonna end up pleasant. Yeah. That's when why part of the name is when part of the name is. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. Oh look, everybody! Here comes Doug. <laughs> uh. I think that's the first time anyone's referenced the UG part. That's a great point. Yeah. Ugh. It's really well, good. Do you ever get like, what's the name? Whatever you like say, like if you're at Starbucks, you're like, my name's Doug. Like, do they ever get, do they ever like mishear it? You know, like what's the common name they'll put on? 
Yeah, well, they I love know. to change it to like Greg or Ricky, oh, Dirk. Nice. <laughs> Mine's Nelson. They change. I say Dustin. They're like Nelson. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I think you'd make a pretty cool Nelson, though. I mean, Dustin works too, but I think you, I, I think you could pull off Nelson. Oh, those are fighting words. <laughs> Why you don't you don't like it, Dustin? You think Nelson is bad? No, Nelson's great. It's just so crazy. My internet went out right during that part. I was kind of freaking out just now, man. Because <laughs> it yeah, it really sounded like you were yeah, you were you so angry you couldn't even speak. No. <laughs> Dude, I swear on my screen it popped up internet unstable, and I was like, oh my god, am I is this like a starship or something? What the oh fuck, my. Man? If you had just popped off the podcast right at that moment, that would have been kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would have been missed, but it'd be hilarious. It'd be a big mystery. Man, we really pissed him off. I also, I love the idea of the internet being like, it's not always unstable. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is a rock. <laughs> you can count on it for anything. Um, Okay, so the the Doug from third grade, that's where the you, you stop tracking him there, like you don't know what happened to him. Nah, once I met you guys, I just knew any any other Doug would be unimportant in my life. Yeah, you <laughs> you got the best Dougs uh in your corner at this point. So you don't really you're right. You really don't need to uh, <laughs> keep digging. Um Two ducks. That's like, because also like you, you work a lot in movies and TV and there's lots of people on sets. Are there any Dougs you're missing that like are going to listen to this and be like, hey man, I was a gaffer on Hop. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounded like T.J. Miller. I was a gaffer on Hop. You <laughs> <laughs> would get upset too. <laughs> Come on, man. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't th I, No, I'm pretty sure you guys are the main Dougs. Like, because uh, I really sat down, like, whenever you asked me this, I, I, I brought, I pulled out my notepad and I was like, all right, let's see here. But yeah, these are the main ones, man. <laughs> you just pulled out a notepad and it was just Doug and I. It's <laughs> 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 a waste of paper. <laughs> well, I did ask both Dougs to, I mean, both guests. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask both guests, uh, Dustin and Jeff, to think of their three favorite fictional or non-fictional Dougs, but like famous Dougs, like Dougs from TV and movies, and to rank them three, two, one. I know, you know, it's not too important, uh, the rankings, you know, because nobody's going to win anything or, or lose anything, uh, but... I would like them in that order. Your third favorite, then your second, then your first. Let's start off with Jeff. Um, who's your third favorite? Doug. Uh, D Doug Heffernan. Okay, and so that would be... Uh, <laughs> He's the king of queens. The king of queens. <laughs> the The character played by... Uh, Kevin James. Yes. Which it's always interesting. Like they built that show for him, you know, it was the Kevin James project at some point, I'm sure. And uh, it was, you know, his show. And it's interesting. They gave him a, you know, a fictional name. 
And then also, like, I think we've discussed this before. Kevin sort of is a Doug-like name in terms of <laughs> not really sparking any level of excitement. <laughs> like, you immediately think, oh, this is not Kevin. Oh, great. You know, like, he's not going to be anything special. Right. <laughs> I think Doug is just can be such a comical name that, you know, we've talked about, like, it's the punchline in the commercials right yeah. now with the, yeah. Yeah, and then I guess he also had to save Kevin for, you know, eventually to do Kevin Can Wait, you know, like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't even have that pun in his back pocket because King of Queens didn't need a pun. It was just a solid, solid idea for a show. A guy in Queens has a delivery truck. Boom, you're off. <laughs> <laughs> Works for UPS. Um, I like to think that that was the real pitch in the, in the, in the room. <laughs> I mean, there's really, it did, there was not like a strong hook to that show other than it was, you know, Kevin James and some other appealing actors because, you know, Jerry Stiller's money in the fucking bank, rest his, rest his, God rest his soul or whatever they say. And, um, you know. Yeah, he died and went to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you next week. <laughs> if, I Kevin Hart, if I were Kevin Hart or Kevin James or any of the famous Kevin Bacon, any famous Kevin, I would jump on. I don't know what I'd use it for specifically, but I would definitely grab the title All Dogs Go to Kevin. Right, right. He's some kind of dog catcher. <laughs> I think that, that is I good, think he was man. a I think he was a delivery driver because there's a you got to look at his body type and then realize he probably built the show around being able to wear shorts a lot. And <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of non-sports where you can wear short pants. So he was now, in his options. He was either going to work at Foot Locker or be a delivery man. It does seem like <laughs> it does seem like he would like to wear shorts all the time cuz he was like Kevin is one of those guys, like, he's really good at basketball and stuff. Like, he's one of those uh, stocky dudes that's also pretty athletic. Yeah. And uh, so I could see that. I could see him uh, being like, you know, I wish I could just wear basketball shorts all day, but this is the next best thing, these crazy brown shorts for UPS. <laughs> <laughs> Is he just did the did his character wear shorts like sitting around the house like because he wasn't wearing his, his yeah I don't think yeah. he was in pants the entire run of the show he just always had shorts on yeah it was like um dude do you remember the first time you saw a comic on stage with shorts it was, <laughs> it was Charlie Veracola and it was on oh. Showtime oh my god. <laughs> 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 dude i remember some dude it became like a big deal at hyenas like hey man that guy he can't be wearing shorts on stage that's my randy <laughs> butler oh god it's pretty good <laughs> hey man it really is, um, <laughs> this is it really was insulting business. it's insulting to club owners it's insulting to the audience you know the people that come <laughs> oh you know like it's definitely changed now where it's, you know, wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. And, you know, if they're there to see you, it doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, when you're coming up, like, uh, people really throw you shade about, uh, you know, wardrobe choices. I mean, uh, God, I can only imagine what it would be like to be a woman in, in stand-up. Because I know even as a dude, I was being told stuff like, you know, 
you can't wear shorts. And oh, one comedian told me one time that facial hair isn't funny on a. On a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, like those old comedy rules, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. You ever work for that Tropicana lunatic? Uh, uh, the Atlantic City. He was he was always in Atlantic City, and he was. Uh, he told after the first night there, he told me I had to. He was like, I can't have the comics dressing worse than the audience, and I was like, these motherfuckers aren't even wearing <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucked up thing to say to somebody at a, a, a casino these days, especially in uh, in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, you just like, I'm doing a guest spot, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. I had on like jeans and a, and a button up shirt too. Like, I don't know what he was talking about. Yeah. It, uh, you know, you definitely have, uh, uh, it doesn't say that you're dressed up, but you're definitely not, uh, you know, dressed down. Right. Yeah. I, I did a showcase at Cap City in Austin one time where they made us all wear suits. And at that point, basically none of us except for one guy ever wore suits on stage or in person in general. And uh, before the show, I remember calling this comic, Jimmy Roulette, who was really funny. And I was like, hey, Jimmy, a bunch of us are meeting around the corner for a drink before the show if you want to come. And he seemed real flustered. And I was like, Jimmy, what are you doing? He goes, I'm trying to learn how to tie a fucking tie. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and then no one did well because everybody was uncomfortable in their outfit. Yeah, no, man. Dude, I remember the first time I wore a suit, it was like, I did, okay, so I, I did that We Bought a Zoo premiere and I had bought this new suit and the next week I was at uh, the Improv in Miami and I was like, oh, I'm going to wear it on stage and I wore it, dude, and it was the worst set of my life. I got heckled and like, it was like one of those horrible sets that you see in movies, man. Oh my god! Like, well, so, sometimes it just so, doesn't. I, work. I was so sweaty. I was so sw- I kept sweating, man. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, it's just not you're not comfortable, and you're not you're not you, and in you know, like sometimes it can be interesting if you've got enough of a persona to suddenly, you know, if, if people are not the last thing they expect is a suit, then that can be like a fun twist. But like when you're, you know, just a comic on a Saturday night in a club, they don't, they you know, they haven't necessarily seen you before. Uh, yeah, it's weird. And what I remember one time, uh, me and all the other acts went to Disneyland. We were, uh, doing a show that night in Irvine at the improv and all of us uh, didn't have time to like go, you know, shower and stuff before the show. So we went straight from Disneyland in like, you know, what you'd wear at Disneyland. (laughs) We We all had shorts on. And I remember like the club was just like, you know, not keen on it and then the show sucked oh. because, because the audience just thought you know you know at the time i thought oh we were all having fun but at the time to- you know the audience was like why are they all like wearing shorts and acting like they're so great <laughs> <laughs> i could be up there i got shorts yeah i mean you know like that's a part of it is if somebody's in a slick suit like then they already the confidence thing is already there and I think that's why, like, in the 80s and 90s, most comedians wore suits and jackets with the sleeves pushed up. It really showed, like, hey, I'm here to work and I'm good at what I do. Like, it just, you know, showed a, showed a slickness. But then when everybody started dressing that way, everybody started wearing the skinny ties and shit. It just got, you know, it immediately got stupid. And then Larry the Cable Guy changed everything. Yep, and that's why <laughs> to this day Jeff can wear uh, sleeveless shirts on stage. 
<laughs> he broke I barriers mean, for us. When <laughs> I put a tie on, when I put a tie on, I bomb because the people are like, "Why is like this guy is? Why is he talking like this?" <laughs> like, yeah. It just does. It just doesn't look right at all. Like the yeah. worse I dress, the better I do. People are like, "Yeah, this guy, <laughs> look at him." <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it should work. Everybody should have like their own like costume, and it doesn't matter. You know, comedy clubs are not going to reopen anyway. Why? Why? why is it, it doesn't matter what you wear. I know it's over, right? I mean, imagine in twenty twenty one having somebody be like, "Why are you? What? What's up with those pants, Dustin?" You're like, who, who the fuck are you talking to? Why are you <laughs> yeah. talk, get out of the green room. <laughs> Conformist <laughs> man, get out of here. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of clubs when they're new, they make the mistake of thinking we're going to be a classy club, and so we're going to have a dress code. And like I've been in a, more than one situation where people can't get into my show wearing exactly what I'm wearing. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> you know, it's just it's stupid, and it's also you know t- dress codes tend to be racist as well, but. That and that can affect fun. your audience. You know, those fans can be like, ah, Doug Benson. You know what I mean? Like that oh, can yeah. accidentally screw you up, which sucks. Um, what's your number two, Jeff? Doug Heffernan, great answer. But who's your second favorite, Doug, from movies and TV and life? It's also Doug Heffernan. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Doug McRae. Who? Doug McRae. Who's from, that? He's he he's uh Ben Affleck in the oh, tab. Oh yeah, oh. that's a good one. All right, so Ben Affleck, we could probably get him to come on this show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I bet you could <laughs> as Batman. Hey, come in here. Could you come in character as Doug McRae from <laughs> the town? <laughs> Could you bring some women? Could you bring some other people in uh, nun costumes to run around? <laughs> how many? How many? Yeah, yeah. I got it. How many uh, track jackets would he have to show you? <laughs> Blow in the Batmobile to make it start. Then I'll head over there. <laughs> Dustin's in Boston. If you could just look around, you know, if you see him, everyone oh, yeah. looks like Ben Affleck here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's such a Ben Affleck. Uh, Matt Damon town. Like I hate buying apples there. <laughs> it, oh my God. It is. Dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the people always are constantly asking you how you like them. <laughs> yeah, I was just hanging out at a restaurant the other day and the table across was saying that line. They were like, he was like, how do you like apples? I'm like, Oh my gosh, I guess they really do that here. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man, it must be great to be 25 years ago. <laughs> Time travelers. Yeah, tell them about the, uh, tell them the panda's coming. That is, that is an old-ass old ass movie, now that you mention it. There's an internet theory that uh, Chucky from Goodwill Hunting grew up to be Doug McRae. Whoa. He, like, changed his name. Yeah, and changed like everything he learned about life. Cause yeah. wasn't like, that yeah. a real movie? Wasn't it? Was that based on a true story? The town? I don't know, but I, he had to. That guy really knew his uh, his burglary. He had to be uh, pretty, uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty, uh, you know, into it for a long time, right? Yeah, 
I mean, you know, and such a smart, so smart too. Like all the smartest crooks, like trying to get involved with the the bank teller. (laughs) You know, they try to start a romance, then everyone's like, "Oh no, that's going to be a problem." But they're like, "No, I got this." Yeah, I'm going to be the I'm going to be the one time it doesn't become a problem. I have never, I've never seen any movies about this. <laughs> I think when your gig is robbing banks and armored cars, you're pretty used to believing you can make things work that are for sure not sustainable. <laughs> yeah, it's not a, it's not a um, guy that plans ahead too well. Um, he just plans the, the heist and then he doesn't know what to do the next day. Like he, <laughs> he just ends up going to a matinee of a movie he doesn't even want to see. Um, (laughs) okay now this is exciting now that we know that you went with Doug Heffernan and Doug McRae I mean I don't even know where to go from here uh, because Melly Mel and I and our guest Dustin we all get one guess who we think Jeff Tate's number one Doug is who, who guesses first I, it doesn't matter. I, I got a good. I think I got a good guess. Who do you think Jeff would pick for his number one, Doug? And you can't say yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna say Doug Glatt. Oh, that is a good one from the motion picture Goon. Yeah, that seems we've like even, a. We've even Kate talked pick. about trying to get Sean William Scott to um, be on this show just to talk about being Doug Glatt. Um, you had me watch that early on at the beginning when we were starting this, and I just love that film, man. Yeah, he'd be my number one, but I don't know if that's Jeff's. What do you think, Dustin? Are there any that come to mind? Uh... I mean, there's a few uh, that Jeff could have went with here. <clears throat> I'm wondering, uh, I don't want to give my Dougs away, um, <laughs> but is, is it like the Doug from that uh, Nickelodeon show, Jeff? Oh, that's another one. Yeah, it could be Doug Funny. Oh, yeah. Character. The titular character. Yeah, so is that that's your guess, Dustin, is Doug Funny? Yeah. It's F-U-N-N-I-E. When yeah, I or, heard uh, it, I thought it was with a Y, but it's an I-E. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Melly Mel, you, you're sticking with Doug Glatt? I think it's Glatt. Okay. Um, I think it's, no, shit. Jeff's a tough one because he already named two Doug fictional characters I wasn't even aware of. Uh, I I know, but I think him and I are looking at the same website of Doug's too, so. (laughs) Oh, you guys did the same research. Everybody everybody comes up with Doug funny. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to go, I don't know, maybe he has an affection for this old-ass show. I'm going to say Doogie Hauser, M.D. Oh, and uh, Tricky Doug. The great great Neil Patrick Harris character. (laughs) Dr. Doogie Hauser. Well, these Jeff, are all, those are all excellent guesses. Jeff is, uh, Jeff is ready to tell us how wrong we all are. <laughs> I picked, uh, you know, present company excluded. If I if I was picking the the these Dugs from the 
I would have used you guys for sure. But uh, my third, my number one on this list is a real guy. And I didn't use any website, by the way. I just thought of Doug's. <laughs> <laughs> He's at Douglapedia. And this guy, uh, his name is Doug Hopkins. And he was the original guitar player for the Gin Blossoms. He wrote all the songs on the first album. And I liked that album when I was 15 a lot. (laughs) That was a a great album. I mean, that's what made that band. And then that's the weirdest thing is that that band, you know, they continue to play shows to this day. And uh, they play those, you know, they play that song about cops chasing them around and where, but they're just white. So it works out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all (laughs) good fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they fired him for being too much of an alcoholic in a band called the Gin Blossoms. <laughs> and, right, which is which is code for what for uh, for uh, for uh, semen? No, no. <laughs> ah, everything's code for semen back in the day, huh? Yeah. Every Pearl band, Jam, uh, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Alice in Chains. <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> did, did you know that a, a sound garden is a, just a hairy butt it's a term for hairy butts no no i made it up but it seems right <laughs> <laughs> oh, i wanted that to be real <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's what i'm gonna call mine now that's an old i never i've been a fan of gin blossoms from like because they were I'd go to the perform at the Tempe Improv and they'd be playing at one of the clubs nearby. I saw them a few times before they, uh, you know, broke, uh, before they had hit, hit songs. And, uh, oh, man. but I never, ever, I always just thought gin blossom was just like kind of just a pleasant sounding, you know, I mean, booze and, and flowers. But now hearing you talk about it, Jeff, I realize that that's what, what it, that's the expression for when somebody's nose gets fucked up from drinking too much. Yes, correct. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You get cauliflower ear and gin blossoms, and you can take a lady out for a nice dinner. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It sounds like a salad, but it is yeah. unhealthy. Yeah, vegetables, <laughs> vegetables and drinks. All right. Doug Hopkins. It's a uh, shout-out to Doug Hopkins, who uh, he killed himself, didn't he? Or overdosed? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, he he committed suicide. They fired him from the band, and then the band got real popular. Oh, (laughs) boy. Oh, damn, that's crazy. took a dark turn. Yeah, it was really uh, really (laughs) sad. Because when I'd see that band, I'd see the guy that, you know, continued to be with the, you know, it was the same front man, so I never really, I never noticed the the change. You know, I didn't know the story until, uh, you know, later. Um. You know what's going to happen later on this show? A uh, commercial? <laughs> oh, that's going to happen right now, Jeff. <laughs> tease what's going to happen later. But that's a good tease. Hey, guys, stick around for this commercial. <laughs> we'll be right back. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back. I know there wasn't really a commercial there, but we're hoping someday that we'll have commercials in that spot. And so <laughs> if you hear a commercial in that spot right there, that means, oh, they're doing good. <laughs> they went and put commercials back in the episodes that didn't originally have commercials. <laughs> we're here with Dustin Ibarra and Jeff Tate, two honorary Dougs, friends of the show, and Doug Mellard and I are finding out the hard truth that there's some other Dougs out there that are more like than us. <laughs> Dustin, could you please favor us with your third favorite fictional or real Doug from movies and television and that one website you looked at briefly? Okay. I still have it up, but... <laughs> I copied and pasted it to a document, so it feels professional. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I'm going to say this Doug was in the movie Animal House. Do you guys know who I'm talking about at this point? Yeah. Because that's kind of like... Niedermeyer. Yeah, man! <laughs> Doug Played Niedermeyer. by Mark Metcalf. Yeah, very unpleasant character. Unpleasant, Doug. Very like there's different degrees of Dougs, and this one would be one that you would not want to hang with, probably. You know, one of the worst. Uh, definitely uh, uh, racist, stupid, arrogant, stupid. Um, very funny. Uh, like uh, Mark Metcalf, I feel like just got typecast. He was so good at that character that he, you know, <laughs> was basically just gonna only play guys that are, you know, douchey. <laughs> yeah, that was a great any any movie that is uh all about the alcohol poisoning. I'm like, all right, you know, <laughs> this is all right. <laughs> yeah, they really go nuts with the uh, uh, Belushi, you know, drinking. They all had gin a whole bottle of something and then just smashing it on the windshield of a car. Yeah. I mean, the white privilege that he had in that movie. <laughs> the Albanian privilege, this was guy. Out of control. Yeah, he's, he's passing, passing himself off as a frat guy. And uh, frat, but he's really an Albanian from Chicago. They shot that movie in, uh, in Oregon, in, uh, in or near Portland, I think. Or was it Eugene, maybe? Maybe they shot it in Eugene. Does it, say any, does it say anything about that on your list of Dougs? Classic. <laughs> He's known Classic movie, but I don't know if I, I don't really, I don't, I don't find that Doug to be uh, someone to admire. Oh man, I'm winning. He was an inspiration for the Twisted Sister song, We're Not Gonna Take It. Huh. Well, he shows up in that video, right? Like the video for that song is Mark Metcalf yelling at his sister or some little boy that represents Dee Snyder as a youth. 
Oh, that's right. And he plays, he's like, he plays the guitar and then he flies out the window. Yeah. God, remember when parents were the enemy? <laughs> Straight up like, <laughs> I want to fucking throw my dad out the window with rock music, man. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Twisted sister? Yeah, dad. And he like plays a power chord. Dad goes wow. flying. <laughs> you listen to your loud music and you chew your bubble gum. I don't care, Dad. I like it. <laughs> I don't remember what exactly happens in that video, but I just remember um, finding it extremely annoying. Coming in, <laughs> coming in at number two on your list, Dustin, who's your second favorite Doug? Let's go with a classic comedy actor, man, from Canada. You guys oh. know this is a good one. This is a decent one, man. Mackenzie? Yeah, Doug McKenzie, man. Yeah, yeah, Strange Brew, SCTV, Bob and Doug McKenzie. That's a good yep. one. Uh, and they were just a Bob and Doug in space, so it makes those characters even cooler now. Oh, was it really? that? Yeah, the other guy was Bob. Bob and Doug went to space this summer. That was his partner or whatever. Oh, you're saying oh, that that right. was the joke right. is that it was a different Bob and Doug went to Yeah, state. yeah. They didn't <laughs> send Rick Moranis and Dave. <laughs> That's where he's been all these years. <laughs> I think Dave Thomas is also in Kevin. Big Molson rocket. What's that beer up there? Is it Molson? What is it? Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. Dave Thomas isn't dead, is he? Dave Thomas? Yeah, the Wendy's guy? No, <laughs> Bob and Doug McKenzie guy. Did you do you still have the website up? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. There's too many things got confused. I'm, I was thinking of Super Dave. I'm sorry. Oh no no no! But Super that's... Dave is dead. Yeah, yes. dude. Kind of recently, right? I bet yeah. you that's just one of those yeah. one of his funny stunts, and he's gonna stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, wouldn't he's that be sit great? up in the coffin and be like, "Let's do that again." <laughs> man yeah, that was a great impression thank you that was yeah <laughs> there was a lot of raspiness to that <laughs> you gotta you gotta use all the raspiness when you do him he's so funny and uh you know uh his real name is uh bob einstein and uh, yeah he's really funny in um in the albert brooks movie his brother albert einstein made a movie uh called uh uh modern romance and there's a scene where super dave super dave like character is a, a a salesman in a store that's got like athletic shit you know shoes and stuff and uh albert brooks is looking at a box that's got like shoes and a headband and you know he wants to start a workout program and uh just because it's super dave and the way he says it it's so funny when he's telling him you know suggesting what he buy at one point he just says to him Get away from the box. <laughs> <laughs> As I was setting that up, I was like, this isn't going to be that funny. But if you see the scene in the movie, it's really good. <laughs> we gave you the appropriate uh, laugh. <laughs> Let's all guess who Dustin's number one is. Oh, all right. Yeah, on, based on, we've got, we've got, an idiot and a mean guy so far. Uh, 
no offense to people like Doug McKenzie, <laughs> but he's 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 kind of they're dopey, the McKenzie brothers. They drink mm-hmm. too much beer. Um this person any ideas, is not, Jeff? This person isn't dopey, I'll tell you that. Oh, okay, you got a clue. Jeff. I'm gonna guess Douglas Quaid from Total Recall. Oh, the Schwarzenegger uh, character. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We talked that, about that on a previous episode that Schwarzenegger is the least Doug that's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way he can pass as a Doug. Yeah, it would have made more sense if it's like his, 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 you know, fake name in, in uh, True Lies could have been Doug. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, right. Then, I mean, or Maybe even kindergarten a, cop. Also, he could have been. He could have said, "Call me Doug." <laughs> yeah, and then he, he looks at the ID when they hand it to him. Doug. 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 Did you say somebody, Jeff? Uh, yeah, the Total Recall Doug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got here. <laughs> That's my problem. I never remember when anybody talks about that movie. I don't know why. I just I can't. I don't have. I, That's funny. I'm unable to. Um, all right. I'm going to uh, Melly Mel, do you got an idea? I had one, but then he said this Doug isn't dopey, and so no. that's really screwing with my choice. I'm going to pick. Yeah. What's that? I said this Doug is, is definitely not dopey. Like, he's a far cry from Doug's everywhere. Not Actually, not Doug's everywhere because you guys are awesome, but, like, you wouldn't picture this guy as a Doug. Oh, I think I know who it is. Dopey Doug. Uh, hey, Doug. Let me wait, hang on. Just oh, go for it. You you, you want to go? Quick, quick question for Jeff. Yeah. In the remake, Total Recall, with uh, uh, Colin Farrell, still named Doug. Still named Doug. Wow. Huh. He could definitely really, pass. You think they would have taken the opportunity to fix that? Because Colin Farrell doesn't look like a Doug either. He definitely can do it better than Schwarzenegger, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was no. originally the the producers who were going to make Total Recall before the studio went bankrupt wanted Richard Dreyfus, who's a perfect Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow! So the first time they did Schwarzenegger, and then the next one was going to be Dreyfus. Oh no! The first one was going to be <laughs> Dreyfus. <laughs> we're going to need a bigger Doug. <laughs> we can't get Dreyfus. Let's get Colin Farrell. <laughs> I bet. I bet Schwarzenegger gets all of Dreyfus's parts. You know. Back then, oh, yeah, because yeah, I bet you Dreyfus was probably going to be in Junior with. Uh, or, I should have said Twin. Um, um, uh, so, do you have one, Mill? I'm going to go with Doug Ross from ER. Oh, that is a good one. Because he doesn't seem dopey. He's so handsome and not dopey and even smart. Um, Doug. Gosh. When you take the dopey out, it's hard because all Dougs in films are dopey, (laughs) generally. 
Yeah, like a smart Doug or Douglas. I was. Can I say who I was gonna guess before that? Before sure. The, I was gonna say the dog from Up. Yeah, I almost yeah. said that from Jeff, up. and then I really remember Jeff doesn't. He uh, doesn't do animation really. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, I can't. I just can't think of any that we haven't already touched on in some way. I'm sure there's probably one that Dustin's thought of that I just haven't haven't realized. Uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna give up. All right. We don't have all goddamn day, Dustin. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Who is it? <laughs> Who is it? It's Melly Melly has gotten it correct. All right. Oh. It is Doug Ross from ER. Yep. Nice. Dreamy Clooney. I can't believe you got one right. That's awesome. This is what shot him. I think he was working at Burger King before he got this role. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> I don't think he was, but it sounds like it could. Uh, yeah. He's one of those guys he was in, like, he had a lot of credits before ER, but it was all pilots and small parts. And, like, he was on, uh, he was on uh, Facts of Life. Uh, He's been doing it forever. Yeah. I think it was on a crossover episode of The Golden Girls and Empty Nest. What? <laughs> oh, I'm watching that as soon as we're off this podcast. <laughs> because you have always dreamed of a time when Golden Girls, Empty Nest, and George Clooney would all... Yes! Oh, yeah. That's pretty much like the Avengers, you know? <laughs> yeah, the Marvel crossovers. Yeah. <laughs> what do you uh, mean? Pretty good. You know, another Doug uh, that's in film that's such a weird one. Uh, oh, what's that guy's name? The actor, Brian something. He's Australian. He plays a Doug in the movie Cocktail. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Brian Brown. <laughs> yeah, Brian Brown. Brian Brown. His name is Doug. I'm Doug, and I'm a bartender, and I like to tell poems. <laughs> Everybody quiet down. I got a poem for you. That film is one of the strangest. It is so bizarre how from scene to scene, the most unusual behavior is just accepted and even, um, you know, not... uh, celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like that, that he could just stand up in a crowded, noisy ass bar and slowly tell a limerick with people cheering at the end of each oh couplet God. or whatever the fuck it's called. And they're just hanging on his every word. And then at the end, it's just a stupid limerick about like somebody, you know, getting a, a button stuck up their ass. Can you imagine the guy who was just like, I'm just trying to pay my tab, man. Can I please pay my tab? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta and go. My Uber's that, out front. Please. Yeah, okay, yeah. And that movie has some dark twists for no reason. Yeah, well, that guy Doug, you know, I take it back when I was talking about how evil Doug Niedermeyer is in Animal House, because that Doug in Cocktail is the, one of the shittiest people ever depicted. <laughs> yeah. Like, he completely <laughs> fucks over Tom Cruise for no reason other than he might, maybe the character thinks he's in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you guys ever seen uh, Chris Fairbanks in Cocktails and Dreams? What is that? It, look, watch it after. It's one of the funniest things. I watch it probably twice a month. Uh, it makes me so happy. He uh, CGI'd himself into the movie Cocktail. Uh, it's, it's like a 10-minute version of that movie with Chris Fairbanks in it, and it is hysterical. <laughs> you can just find it on YouTube, Cocktails and Dreams. It. It's great. It. There's a scene where, you know, uh, Kelly Lynch is in it. You know, she's also in uh, Roadhouse. And, uh, yeah. Is, uh, you know, for a few years there, she was always sort of trotted out as like this sexy woman who uh, – you know, can put on a stethoscope and act serious. And uh, <laughs> there's a scene in uh, there's a scene in Cocktail where it's they're on a boat, uh, a small yacht or whatever, and it's framed in such a way that it's one of those ladders is next to where Tom Cruise and Brian Brown are talking, and her ass just lowers into frame, just like you know, she's wearing a bathing suit, but it's pulled up her butt and the way her ass lowers into frame is so hilarious to begin <laughs> with but then we did a, a, a benson movie interruption and like the second her butt showed up we you know we all made fart noises and it was the funniest <laughs> <laughs> you mean you, you mean the moment they showed her sound garden yeah <laughs> But it's such a gratuitous, weird shot that uh, that's something else for you guys to look forward to. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Chris Fairbanks used that shot in, in his version. Um, <laughs> before I let you guys go today, I just wanted to quickly discuss, because we got some good ideas here. I'm going to try to reach out to uh, George Clooney and Arnold Schwarzenegger's people, but um, <laughs> see, see what their people have to say. Uh, but who else can we get that could come on the show that is either a Doug or has played a Doug on TV? Obviously we've been going through a lot of them. So I'll, I'll suggest one that I found first. Um, Craig Robinson, our friend Craig Robinson, who oh. I saw like last uh, January um, when we worked with him in uh, San Antonio. Um, was that when that was January? I can't remember, man. It feels like we were on the road, so it feels so long ago. Wow. Yeah, oh. yeah but it was, it was before this uh, stuff, uh, silly stuff. Uh, but he plays Doug, a uh, recurring role on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. Yeah, so that's something to look into. Also, uh, there's someone on Twitter called Doug Loves Kung Fu. <laughs> And I don't think he's affiliated in any – I don't think he's, like, trying to do a, a twist on Doug Loves Movies. I think it's just a guy who has a passion like I do, but he named himself Doug Loves Kung Fu. And uh, somebody else pointed him out to me on Twitter saying, I love Kung Fu. I want to link up with all the Kung Fu lovers out there. Uh, so hit up Doug Loves Kung Fu if you love Kung Fu. He hasn't posted since uh, 2019, so. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm looking and, at well, it right he lives now. in Malaysia, so who knows what's going on with him. <laughs> All right, I'll cross him off the list then. But that was, that was exciting because, you know, we could get him on, talk about how much he loves Kung Fu. Especially because you and I are so good at Kung Fu. 
Yeah, <laughs> We're I remember ourselves. Mellard was the one that you wanted to be on the road with because in case you got into some shit, he could always like <laughs> kick someone's ass, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like oh, if the yeah. club owner didn't want to pay you, be like, hey, Mellard, do you mind? And like, <laughs> put to the face. Doug loves Kung Fu. Get him to do it. <laughs> There's Don't two- forget. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review. And we'll be back with a new episode two weeks from now. And we always come up with a Doug pun for at the end. Uh, you guys got any good Doug puns that would apply to um, this episode? How do we fit Doug into Total Recall? I don't think it would work. <laughs> it's as awkward as Arnold Schwarzenegger being called Doug. Yeah, that's <laughs> where Arnold hammered Doug into Total Recall. Uh, all the titles of these movies, Animal House, doesn't, we can't really squeeze Doug in there. The Town, what, what are we just going to call it? The Doug? <laughs> Doug Blossoms. <laughs> what about Doug t- Dugtail? <laughs> Oh, Doug Tales, that's good. Oh, I love it. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Dustin Ibarra. You got any plugs you want to do, Dustin? No. (laughs) 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 Nothing. October uh, 3rd. Yeah, when uh, stand-up comedy comes back around, just look out for me. I'll be an old man by then. Yeah, but in the meantime, watch for Dustin on my show that you can get yes. from where, Jeff? RushTix.com. And what have you got to plug, Jeff? Just October 3rd, RushTix.com. <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully done. Doug Mellard, anything you want to plug? Uh, I'll say uh, my new my uh, album, Fart Safari 3, Fart Hard with a Vengeance, is coming out in two months, November 20th. <laughs> And watch that Cocktails and Dreams with Chris Fairbanks. It's great. Okay. And um, I'll say it one more time, RushTix.com. Hope to see everybody there. There'll be uh, interactive stuff. Like at the end, I'll stick around and uh, you can ask me questions or whatever, you know, requests, whatever. Um, Thanks, everybody. As always... Doug men tell Doug tales. Got it.